Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Children in our schools, teachers in our schools, what is the impact when you put a student and a teacher together? And what is the ingredient that makes that relationship special in such a way that the student thrives? That's the topic. That's the question. Considerable amount of research has been shown in this area of the relationship between a recipient of services and the giver of services, the provider of services. In the medical field, it's well known that if you're going to undergo surgery, the result of that surgery will more likely be positive and successful if you trust your doctor, if you like your doctor, if you believe in your doctor, you have faith in your doctor, and there's a relationship between you and your doctor that's warm, that's accepting, and that's understandable. So if you're in a medical situation, you certainly want to look at that idea that you need to have that kind of confidence and that kind of trust in the physician who's going to be the one taking care of you, and particularly if you're undergoing major medical services of some kind. Now, in the field of education, we find something very similar to this as well. In one study uh, by the Department of Education showed that students who are in a classroom where there's a warm relationship between the student and the teacher will thrive. That's the student that will thrive, where there's that warm, positive relationship. must go both ways. Now, this has been shown at different age levels, even at the Head Start level. It was shown recently that children who are in Head Start but have a warm relationship with their teacher will not only thrive in that particular setting, but will go on and thrive at a higher level in life. They'll eventually have a higher level of income, they'll eventually live in a better community, they'll eventually have a better job, and they'll do better in education, and they'll go further in education. If their Head Start teacher is a warm, accepting, and loving teacher in their life and in their experience. A study was done with homeless kids, finding the same thing. They call them the double-up kids, the homeless kids, because they don't come from a single-family home. They come from a kind of a homeless community where the parenting relationship is pretty loose. And um, in that particular study of these kids who are coming from very impoverished backgrounds and history, also thrive in the hands of a teacher that's warm and accepting and loving. Now, we know from positive studies in the past that there are kids who are known as the dandelion kids. They'll thrive anywhere. They'll thrive under any condition. They'll thrive under any circumstance in life because they can learn and they can focus and they can attend and they can have their attention uh, brought together on a particular topic and subject and learn it and get along with others as well at the same time. They're dandelion kids. They'll thrive anywhere, no matter what the soil is. So that group of kids generally is referred to as the two-thirds classroom kids or dandelions, two-thirds. Two-thirds of them will, will thrive. We don't have to worry too much about them. Even in this pandemic, when kids have not been in school, when kids have been under very strained conditions of learning under the Zoom arrangement, two-thirds of them will thrive, and they'll do all right. They'll move on into school the next year and then the following year and continue to do well. Two-thirds. The real issue for a parent is, is my kid, a deadline kid, is my kid one who is likely to thrive under any circumstance and will thrive as he goes forward from this pandemic. Well, look at your history. Look at the history of your family. Look at the history of your children. Look at the history of this child in school. Has he been a thriver? 
No matter how bad the teacher is, does he do well? No matter how good the teacher is, does he do well? No matter what the classroom conditions are or the student population that make up the classroom, no matter how good or bad it is, does your kid thrive? If so, then you have a dandelion child. And I say to you, let them go forward. Let them move forward in their education. They'll thrive. They'll make up for it. Whatever they've lost, they'll pick up somewhere along the way. But they'll continue to thrive. However, there are other kids that are referred to as the orchid kids. That's 20%. These are uh, orchid kids. In other words, they only thrive under very special circumstances, if they thrive at all. They're very sensitive kids. They're very environmentally sensitive. So if they feel that the teacher doesn't like them, they won't thrive. They won't do real well. If they feel they're being picked on in class for some reason, they will not do well. If they are of a particular uh, racial sensitivity and feel that this is working against them, they won't do well. In other words, dandelion kids are very susceptible to the circumstances of their life at the time and what's operating in their life at the time, particularly in the educational setting in the classroom. These are orchids. In other words, they're going to need some extra special help. They're going to need some extra special tending, as you would an orchid in your home. So, these are the kids that probably should stay back this next year. These are the kids that probably should not move forward because they are sensitive to the circumstances of their life and intend not to thrive when the circumstances are negative, when the circumstances are chaotic, when the circumstances are unusual and uncustomary. So if you have a kid that's orchid, you may really want to consider seriously that kid staying back next year and being uh, a return student and repeat the grade so that they can do well and can succeed as they move forward. So we have about 80% of the kids who are dandelion and about 20% of the kids who are orchid. And you need as a parent to know whether your kid is one or the other. Orchid kids probably should stay back next year. Orchid kids are the ones that thrive only under very special circumstances and with a lot of hard work and a lot of extra work on the part of the teacher and on part of the parent. So when family life is uncertain, there is nothing like a trusted teacher to help a child feel that the world is turning as it should. In other words, when all the life structures and support systems of a student are falling apart and are not uh, integrated and not positive, then it relies upon two things. A parent that is really committed to education, a parent that is really devoted to the education of the kids, a parent that will go extra effort to help the kid get his education, will be a teacher in the home, will be a home teacher, and it relies, it requires that. But it also requires a teacher that is trust, a teacher that is warm, a teacher that is accepting. And all of us know from our educational experience that we have done better, I have done better, when that teacher accepted me, believed in me, had faith in me, had confidence in me, and shared that and conveyed that, then I did better. And I'm sure all students are the same way. We tend to do better when we have that kind of a teacher. So hats off to the teacher that's warm. Hats off to the teacher that's loving and caring and accepting and including and will go that extra mile to make that child feel accepted and feel that that child belongs at that point in time in that cl classroom and under that teacher's guidance and supervision. So it's not a matter 
of just what age, what grade or what age, not a matter of whether we have a home that's integrated or not, or black or white, or living in an uptown area or downtown area or below town area, it doesn't matter. There are dandelions everywhere. They do well. There are teachers everywhere that are warm and accepting. Those students in that teacher's classroom do well. And that's the combination we want to find. And then the kids will do well. So thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today. And um, glad that you give some thought to this topic of the future of education. Especially as we come to the, this point in our pandemic. And whether we're going to be able to normalize or whatever. But kids should be in school. And kids should be in school today. They should be in school yesterday. They should have been in school weeks and months ago. The dandelions will do well. School needs to be held in a normal classroom for that 20% of the kids that are orchids that require a positive learning environment under the tutelage of a positive, warm, accepting teacher. Bye for now and thanks for joining me.